Welcome to the L Podcast. I'm your host, Liz Kopko. This podcast is all about navigating the big L, life. It's all about learning and growing together. So let's go. Hello, happy Thursday, everyone. So I am pretty fired up about today's episode because let me let me just start with a little background. Let me tell you a little story. So sit down, buckle up, you're in for a ride with me. So uh, probably about the beginning of this year, like, so duh, January, last month. <laughs> I feel like this year has been so long already. But last month, I started having this really like sharp pain on my right side of my belly. And it was lingering and it was going on for a few days. And I was like, oh man, you know, what is this pain? Is it something I ate? Am I constipated? Like, what is it? Right. And so it got so painful that I ended up going to urgent care. And so at urgent care, they're like, well, we're not entirely sure what it is, but it could be your appendix. Right. And I was like, uh, okay. So what do I do about that? And they're like, well, we can't do certain tests here at the urgent care. So you would have to go to the ER to get like a CT scan, you know, MRI, other other things that we don't have the equipment for here. And I'm like, I really don't like going to the ER because that's expensive. And that always takes like a whole fucking day just sitting in the waiting room to be seen. And he's like, but if you don't go, like you're taking the risk of your appendix bursting and you going into septic shock, which is like a life-threatening emergency. So either sit in a really gross ER waiting room for hours or risk maybe almost dying, right? So you can guess which option I took. I went to the ER. So I went to the ER by my house in pain. um, And I like, I didn't know what was going on. And I was in the waiting room probably for about seven or eight hours. So it was a, at least it was a quick day. I've spent days in the ER before. So this one was a little bit faster, but they were like, well, we took an image. Um, everything looks okay. So go home. Like, didn't tell me, you know, what met, didn't give me any medications. Didn't tell me like what to try changing. Nothing. Just said, you're fine. Go home. You must be making it up, right? You're, you're all the scans came back. Okay. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess I just lived through this. I don't, I don't know what to do. Right. And eventually I took Tylenol every day and the pain eventually went away. And I was like, okay, well, I don't know what happened, but it's gone. That's all that matters, right? And so come another 28, 30 days, and I had this pain again. But this time it was on my left side. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, I'm not, I'm not eating anything differently. Like, I'm working out more, so it's not like I'm stiff from sitting all day. Like, I have no idea what is going on. And so I looked it up, right? I looked up lower abdomen pain and you won't believe what I found. I had never heard of this. No provider had ever told me this. I found out that when a person with ovaries ovulates, and so that's when the body releases an egg, it's getting ready, you know, to release an egg. So that way, when a sperm comes, it makes a baby, right? If you didn't know that's what happens, that's the spark notes of it. But basically, when you're ovulating, you can have ovulation pain. So it's this like cramping pain that comes with 
the egg bursting through the lining and, you know, embedding itself in the lining. I'm not going to go through the whole details of ovulation because I'm still trying to figure it out myself. But you can have pain during ovulation. And it blew my mind because like, I'm 32. I have been on birth control for 30, 29, 30 years of my life. Well, okay, maybe not that long. I wasn't on birth control from birth, but I was on it for a really long time, right? Since I was like maybe 13 or 14, right? When I first started getting my period. So almost 20 years of being on this medication. And I got off of birth control two years ago, or almost two years ago now, because we're trying to conceive, right? We're trying to, you know, grow our family now. And so you can't be on birth control, right? I need to ovulate to release an egg and to make a baby. And so when I got off birth control, my provider never told me, oh, here's what you can expect now that you're going to be off birth control, right? They never told me what to expect. They never told me, oh, by the way, your periods are going to be different. Um, It's going to be more painful because you don't have this medication to regulate your hormones anymore. So your hormones are going to be all over the place, right? Like if I'm not eating, I'm like crying all the time now (laughs) because my hormones are just crazy. And so I didn't know that ovulation pain was a thing. And it's not something I had experienced ever before, right? So I didn't know what was going on. My doctors never told me that something that could happen. So like, I didn't even think that, oh, it might be this, right? How are you supposed to plan for something that you don't even know exists, right? And so it wasn't until, right, I looked it up myself, found out like, oh, this is the thing that might happen. I still didn't know what the hell to do about it. And so I messaged my doctor, right? Because that's the first thing that most people do is they reach out to their doctors. And so I messaged my doctor. I sent an email and I was like, hey, I'm having this pain. You know, is there anything I can do about it? And they're like, well, you can get back on birth control. But of course, they know I'm trying to conceive. So like, that's not an option. Or just take Tylenol. And I'm like, okay, thanks. That was not very helpful. I could have figured that out myself, right? Like, that's what I've been doing. And so... I did the next best thing and I posted on Instagram, right? If you follow me on Instagram, Dr. Liz Kopko, um, I share a lot of things on there and it's for this very freaking moment because it's when I share things that whether it's about my mental health, whether it's about diabetes medication or now about ovulation and, you know, trying to conceive, it's when I share those things that a lot of people would be like, oh, TMI, you're oversharing. It, that is when I find out actual helpful advice. I got so many people messaging me like, oh, yeah, I get that pain too. And I'm like, I never would have known that this was a thing, right? Like, And I didn't know that I wasn't the only one, right? And so I had so many people message me saying, yes, I also experienced that. Here's what I do, or here's a medication I take, or here's you know, an over-the-counter remedy that helps, or here's what I do, like coming up to ovulation days. Like now I actually have a action plan that I can take. So I track my ovulation. And so I know that when I'm ovulating, two days before that is when I start getting the pain. And that's consistent with the past few months. And so now that I know when the pain is going to start, I can start taking Tylenol before the pain starts, right? It's not about 
dealing with the pain. You know, I had to take two sick days off of work. So I lost money because I didn't know how to remedy my own pain. I didn't know how to manage it. I didn't have any medications that could help me or understand what the hell was even going on. And so when I found out that it was ovulation pain, you guys, I was so pissed because I'm like, what the hell? I spent money going to urgent care. I have a huge ass bill probably on its way from the emergency room and from the imaging they did. If I would have just known that it's ovulation pain, I wouldn't have gone, right? Like I wouldn't have spent all that money. And imagine if I didn't have insurance, even worse, right? How many people don't have a diagnosis, don't know what's going on because their providers don't talk to them, right? And it's sharing with the community where we actually get some sort of fucking help. And so there was a time when I I, I shared about my our conceiving journey and I was venting about how like it's frustrating that you know seeing that negative test month after month after month after month was just really getting to me and I had you know quote unquote a friend message me and say hey you know hang in there but also like some things are private are meant to be private you're not supposed to share those kind of things so like maybe you shouldn't talk about this anymore like just leave that between you and your husband and and I'll be honest, like it it really made me question, like, oh, is this person right? Like, maybe I am sharing too much. Maybe I'm putting too much of my life out there. Maybe I'm putting too much information about my life, about my husband's life. Like, I don't share everything, you guys. Like, I do keep some things private, duh. But it is because of this situation and this moment that I'm like, absolutely not. I will share what my poops are like until the day I die, because just in case it might help someone, right? It is this sharing of knowledge and sharing of experiences that allow our community to actually help one another. And so I was, like I said, I was so mad that like, nobody told me this. I wasted money on it. I lost money because I had to take sick days, right? So I couldn't work. Like, Oh, it just pisses me off to know that I have to rely on other people, on our community, on my, you know, you, my listeners, that we're the ones that help each other. And so it's sharing and being, and yes, you're being vulnerable, right? Like putting my information out there, talking about this now about, you know, my, my ovaries, I'm talking to you about my ovaries, right? Like, yeah, that's kind of weird. It's not exactly something I thought I'd ever do, but here we are, right? But I will share this because maybe there's someone out there that also thinks their appendix is about to burst and now is going to go to the doctor or is going to do a complete you know, 360 lifestyle change because they think there's something wrong with their lifestyle because their appendix is like in pain when actually it's just the fact that they have ovaries. And so this, this idea of sharing, and I know this is a bigger idea and like social media has gotten so big now that, you know, there's so many different platforms you can share on, which can be great, but I know a lot of people don't like that, right? They think it's overwhelming. They think it's, you know, blurring the lines between personal and social lives, which I understand, right? I think we should all have boundaries, healthy boundaries with social media, with, you know, people online. It it can be harmful, but it could also be really, really beneficial. And so sharing these stories can not only 
save you money, right? But it could also save a life, right? That's why there's so many like campaigns about different diseases, right? About diabetes, knowing the signs of type 1, type 2 diabetes. So that way you can get diagnosed. The thing about social media is that it's not just a platform to like connect with like-minded people, right? It's not about just sharing cat memes and raccoon memes, which I absolutely love how many people send me raccoon memes because that is my favorite. Please keep them coming, right? It's not just for that anymore. It is also another way to educate a huge community, right? To educate the general population about things. And so it has become a way to share information. And if you're someone that like has been on the fence about, do I want to share this part? Um, you know, really, maybe you've had that, you know, quote unquote friend tell you, like, maybe you're, you're sharing a little bit too much. I'm going to say, fuck that. You don't need that kind of friend in your life. You have me now. <laughs> but it's, I feel like it's not only a way for like you to also kind of vent, right? Like it might even be therapeutic now to be able to share some of these things because I, who else would I talk to about this, right? Like I didn't know anyone else that had ovulation pain, right? Now I do because I shared about it. And this idea of sharing our experiences, I think it's a fairly kind of new concept. It's a new way of, I think, storytelling on social media, but it is so important, you guys. And so like back to what I was saying, if you're someone that's been on the fence about, you know, maybe I don't want to share or who's going to listen to me, right? Like, I think we all have those I, those thoughts and I've definitely had those thoughts before. I really want to encourage you to think about who would miss out if I didn't share this, right? Don't worry about who's going to listen. Don't worry about, you know, is anyone going to follow me? Is anyone going to care? The reason that I do this podcast and the reason that I share as much as I share on my social media is for one. What I, Liz, what do you mean one? I mean, as long as it helps one person, it is totally fucking worth it, right? If it helps one other person realize the pain that they're having is from ovulating and that they can, you know do home remedies or that they can get some medication over the counter. And instead of going to the doctor and spending thousands of dollars, then yes, I will talk about my ovaries for over 10 minutes, (laughs) right? Think about who will miss out, right? Who's going to lose money? Who's going to potentially maybe even not be alive anymore because they didn't have information that you could have shared. Now that is totally up to you. I will say that Just because you have something that you can share, it doesn't mean you have to, right? Like we don't all have to share and that's, that's totally okay, right? If you don't want to share, that is your decision. That is your choice. But just know that you do have that power. You do have that power to share your story, to share your experiences, because it's when we start talking about things that we realize one, that we're not alone, right? Like that is the biggest misconception that so many of us face where we think like, well, it must just be my shitty body, right? Like I just have pain. It's just a thing that I experience. Like, no, a lot of people experience that. Or especially come when it comes to mental health, like I didn't even know that intrusive thoughts was a thing 
until I found someone that made a reel about it on Instagram. And then I talked to my therapist about it and that helped me so much with my own mental health. And so there's so many things that, you know, other people can benefit from if we just talked about it more. And I know that it can be scary, right? Like putting yourself out there, it's you're making yourself vulnerable. And I get that. And that that is scary. But I really want to encourage you to have that courage to be brave and share your story, share your experiences. I know people that they've told me like, well, I want to share about my weight loss journey, right? Or I want to share about my marathon training. And they're like, well, so many other people share about that. Like, why would anyone care to listen to me? Yeah, but no one does it like you do, right? No one does it the exact way that you're going to do it. No one tells it in the funny humor that you tell it, right? No one tells it with your personality. Like that is your power too. you, like your personality, your story, your background. People are going to resonate with you. People are going to resonate with other people, right? But think of that one, right? And I, I hope that whoever's listening to this episode, that you really give yourself that kind of self-reflection of what's more important, my ego thinking who's going to listen to me or that one person that might really, really benefit from what I have to say. Think about that. I want to encourage you to think about that other one, (laughs) the latter, right? Life is... Life is too short, and unfortunately, especially when it comes to healthcare in the U.S., I will say, there's such a big gap between the person that needs care, right, like me, like you, and the actual care they get. So, for example, what I mean by that is I would see an endocrinologist, that's a hormone specialist for my diabetes. I would see them every three months. And so if I had questions about, well, is this a new symptom? Is this because of my medication? Is it because of the food I'm eating? I would have to wait until three months. Or I might be too afraid to even ask because I'm so embarrassed that I don't know this by now, right? And so I never find out. Or it could be for someone who's newly diagnosed with the disease. A provider who has been treating patients with that disease for years might not remember that, oh yeah, this person probably doesn't know all the the lingo, doesn't know all the, you know, abbreviations, doesn't know all these words and terms, and it's a lot of information. And so they might not know that like, oh yeah, this person probably, like, it's their first time experiencing this, right? And so it can be really difficult for the community, for for me and for you to get the resources and the education we need from the providers. And granted, I won't say it's completely their fault, right? Like they have so many patients, they can only do so much, right? We, we have a whole issue with our healthcare system, which will, that can be a whole other episode, right? And so I won't say that it's completely their fault. And so what do we do about that then, right? It's not our fault for not knowing things we don't know. It's not their fault for not having the time and resources to educate everyone. And so sharing our stories on our social media, on, you know, whatever way you want to do it too, right? Some people are good at videos. Some people are good with audio. 
Some people are great with blogs. I cannot type. I can't do blogs. I've tried it, you guys. It was a mess, right? <laughs> but, you know, whatever way you feel comfortable with, I encourage you to do it. And you also don't have to go from like zero to 100, right? Like you don't have to go from never posting on social media to now sharing pictures of your shit, right? Take it easy, like ease your way into it. Maybe just let us know that you pooped today and then, okay, now maybe you can share a picture. I mean, you do you, right? I'm not here to judge. I'm here for poop puns. But you get what I'm saying, right? Like you can ease into it. You don't have to start sharing everything all at once. But again, you do you. And so I've just been so fired up about this that like I was in pain. I was, you know, missing out on productive days. I missed out on, you know, half marathon training days because I could barely walk of how, like from how much pain I was in. And it just pisses me off that like, I didn't know what was going on with my body and I didn't have anyone to help me. And if it wasn't for me just sharing on my Instagram, like, Hey, this is a thing. Does anyone else know anything about this? That I finally actually got some help. And so I just If you didn't get this message from this episode, let me reiterate it. Don't be afraid to share your story and your experiences because someone out there might benefit and might need to hear what you have to say. It could save a life. It could save someone money, especially if they don't have insurance, right? It could change someone's life. And I will also say the flip side, right? Don't be afraid to ask questions too right? Because you never know who might be able to help you. You never know who might be going through a similar thing. And that, that really is the power of community, you guys. And that's why I love this podcast. I love the community that we've built. And yes, social media can be real shitty sometimes, but it can also be really, really beautiful when it comes together, right? When the community comes together, I had people reaching out and sharing their tips and tricks for ovulation pain that I've never even met in person, right? And I think we all have those friends now, right? That we've we've never met in person, but now we consider them BFFs and we don't even know how long we've known them for. But that's just the way life is nowadays, right? With social media, we just, we have those online friends. We have those people that we trust and that we can go to. And so I really, I'm just going to keep sharing all my stuff. <laughs> so if you're tired of it, I'm sorry. It's not going to stop because... I don't think this is going to be the last time that I don't know something and I'm going to reach out and someone's going to tell me it's this and I'm going to be so mad that I wasn't told that before. And I don't want that to happen to you either, right? I don't want you to not have the knowledge to make decisions about your own body, about your health, about any aspect of your life, because that is, I believe, a basic human right, that we should all have education. We should all have that knowledge and choice to make these decisions for ourselves. So I'm going to stop there because I could probably (laughs) still talk about this with how angry I was, but yeah, share your stories and you never know when sharing can save you money, can save someone else's life, can save your own. And, and if you, you're not comfortable with sharing it with like the whole social media, send me a DM. I'm happy to hear. I'm here. I'm happy to talk to you. And, and if I don't know something, I'll, I'll search around and ask for you. So we'll get through this together. And uh, until then, I'm going to go lay on the couch and have a heating pad on 
So I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. I hope this episode was helpful. And if it was, please share it. We can all use a friend that gets us and that's there for us. So thanks for listening and I'll see you next episode.